You are now listening to the Dream Loud Podcast. Join us as we explore the significance of following your dreams. We hope you'll enjoy the ride. Welcome once again to another exciting episode of the Dream Lab Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Benjamin Hall, here with my co-host, Dan Schiefel. Yo, what's going on, everyone? Just uh, episode 64. Really excited for this one. Um, yeah. Just wanted to say, just wanted to start, I just wanted to thank everyone. Um, we've had uh, just a definite in- increase in listenership that, that we've noticed, kind of a tangible one. Um, you know, from our last couple episodes, we had... You know, Stacy on Stacy from the X. We had Stephanie on, uh, and her recovering from broken back. Uh, like I said, Stacy and her radio career. Um, Zach Andrews. We had Greg on last week, um, who you know had a 15 year heroin addiction, was was hit by a train. Like just some great stories. Um, and uh, I just want you know for anyone new who came on, uh, you know, thank you. Anyone you know, anyone who is is new to the podcast, I greatly appreciate it. Um, anyone who has been listening from the start or the middle or any other part, I uh, mm-hmm. just wanted to, to say thanks and just kind of that this is your podcast. You know, like this is not this is not us. Um, you know, we appreciate the the listenership and uh, you know and and uh, but this is yours. You know, this is about. Um, you know, you guys, you know, just saying, saying that anything's possible, essentially, mm-hmm. um, you know, you have a guy like Ben who has, uh, played rock on the range and, and, you know, other, several other, you know, um, n- you know, Northern invasion and Carolina rebellion. And then, you know, I've done two super bowls and, uh, you know, and a couple Stanley cups, but we're just regular guys. Like there's nothing mm-hmm. that, um, so we just appreciate that. And we can say, you know, and, and this is this whole podcast is to say that you can do the same. Um, but, uh, we do it through our guests and we have another excellent one coming up. Yeah. here. I'm really excited. Uh, this is Ryan Scarpino, the, uh, former, uh, public relations assistant for the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, current spokesman for the Allegheny Health Department. Uh, just really excited for, for Ryan to come on and kind of share, just share his uh, experience. So yeah, uh, Ryan Scarpino. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, guys. <laughs> wow, that was a pretty good intro. Uh, <laughs> that was all Hopefully right. I don't uh, decrease your uh, listening ship, if that's a real word. I'll tell you, we, sure. we just now, got not we, quite sure. I'm we just supposed got to be these, a wordsmith, but I don't know if that's a word. We just got all these. We got all these new <laughs> listeners, and now we're not gonna. <laughs> uh, juicy Steelers details yeah. must, must yeah, right. follow. Um, <laughs> no, we like I said, we we greatly appreciate it. Um, and, and again, just just your story. I think your story is outstanding. Um, you know, we're gonna get into it and dive into to all of it and, and all the the juicy details, or, or just your story in general. Um, you know, first off, I guess were you a Steeler fan growing up? You know, born right. I guess the whole, you know, just kind of going into it. Um, I, I guess I can say personally, like, like everyone else, and you know, I mean, I cover the team now, but at the same time, I grew up watching the Steelers. I grew up watching the Penguins. Um, you know that I, I still do my job, you know, in a sense. But you know, I I, I grew up watching it, and it, I know for for me, it's kind of surreal to to go through it all in, in those situations. I guess what was it like for you just growing up and and just kind of that that whole dynamic of it. Yeah, I was born and raised in Pittsburgh. Sure. Uh, I mean, you're born and raised in Pittsburgh. Right, right. Being, being a Steelers fan, um, I mean, it's in your blood, right? Sure, it's absolutely. Steelers, pretty Pittsburgh much, yeah. Steelers it's are, just kind of passed down. Yeah, yeah, yeah from Pitt, I, mean, the, I mean, the Steelers are a religion, right? <clears throat> sure. <laughs> you know, my dad was born in 1953. He got to see all 
Uh, you know, you got to see the bad before for, and the, yeah, yeah. I've, and I mean, I'm you know, and the Super Bowl. <laughs> forgive, you'll probably hear a lot of Yinzer accents in this. <laughs> but my dad would be like, "Hey, seen him down Forbes Field," and it's like, "Wow, you know, <laughs> yes." And then you know, obviously Three River Stadium and sure. four Super Bowls, Steel Curtain, and then not so good days. And I was born in '87. Um, I would say that the first first memories though were were that '94 season. And then that '95 the Super Bowl run, yeah, the Chargers. Chargers I remember, I Alfred remember Pepino. vividly. Stan Humphreys. Um, they were double, you know, underdog, double-digit underdogs yeah, in that, that game. And that was a tough loss. But I remember that same playoffs. They beat the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I think it was the last. No, no, yeah. that was was that the last time the Browns were in the playoffs? 2001, I think. Is that right? No, they, oh, yeah, they that's beat right. them. That's, that's right. The, uh, Kelly Holcomb. That's right. The, 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 the blow read and the incomplete pass and. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, but that but that was the big comeback and the apologize to any Browns fans. But yeah, I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I not just a Steelers fan. I've always just been a football fan. You know, sure, and sure. even you know, I went to college. I went to Ohio University um, in Athens, Ohio, and you know, there's a lot of Browns <clears throat> fans, a lot sure. of Bengals fans. But my freshman year, the Steelers won a Super Bowl. Right. Yeah, well, that was, well, and not only did they <laughs> win the my Super senior Bowl, year, they won a Super Bowl. So. <laughs> Your freshman year, not only did they win the Super Bowl, but they went through the Bengals, the Kimo von Olhoffen. Oh, that, that was. So I'm uh, sure in Ohio, you got a little bit of flack for that. I remember we all on in my dorm, we all had right. our do- we all had our doors open. We we're all watching the same thing, and <laughs> and when he threw it, yeah, I I could see Chris. It was Chris Henry. Rest rest in peace. Yes. But Chris Henry caught a long bomb, and I was like. Uh oh, it's gonna be a long day sure. because they that was a really good one Bengals of the first team. Play, it was the first drive first of the game. Play, the first, and yeah. then you could hear a pin drop. And and I remember like I remember watching, you know, the replay, Carson goes down, sure. and then he, like Chemo even like looked like he was upset right, that it right. happened. Um mm. but yeah, it, you know, <laughs> we're a little spoiled in Pittsburgh, you know, yeah, obviously six sure. Super Absolutely. Bowls and and we're we're struggling right now, and I say we because I'm, <laughs> we just, a, a I'm just a fan. <laughs> sure, now. sure. Um, but yeah, I you know it's you know steel time Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, <laughs> outstanding. You know, yeah. Um, you were with the Steelers from 2010 to 2017. You were an intern uh, 2010 to 2012, and then uh, the last you know last five years um, with the team. What was and and I guess I guess it, it's kind of a general se- question, but just like what was it like to work for the team and to kind of see the curtain pulled back? Um, you know, you growing up being a fan, but then you you kind of you see how the sausage is made. You know, you you got to see the curtain pulled back. You got to see, but I guess just what was it like to work for the team and to see some of the you know to see just I, I don't want to say, but just to see how it was compared to what you were used to growing up. Yeah, it all it all kind of happened really fast. Uh, sure. You know, when I when I graduated from college, um, I wanted to be on Sports Center. You know, I wanted mm. to be a re- I, inter- I, wa- I wanted yeah. to be a reporter, and quickly found out that uh, that probably wasn't going to happen. Sure. Um, I actually thought about going to the Air Force at one point. Uh, I had a college degree. I would have went in as an officer, and that would have paid off my student loan debt. But right. Long story short, you know. The communications coordinator for the Sealers at the time, Dave Lockett. Oh yeah. Um, you know he my he he saw my mom and I I'd met Dave a few times prior to that. Um, Did you know Dave before that? Only 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 to say hello. It sure. wasn't anything more than that. And he just asked how I was doing, and my mom's like, oh, you know, he's you know out of college, you know, yada yada. 
Um, Did they you know, know each other? Struggling to find a job. Yeah, she yeah. she worked at uh, she works at a place called Tesseros in Bloomfield. Okay. Um, if anybody wants the best burger in Pittsburgh, they should go <laughs> to Tesseros. She's been there thirty years. She shout started, out Tesseros. Yeah, shout out to Tesseros. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he went in for dinner and he just asked how it was doing. And my yeah. mom, my mom was like, you know, he's struggling to find a job. And Dave was just like, you know, hey, have him have him shoot me an email. And, yeah, yeah. And my mom called me. Um, thanks mom. <laughs> and my, you know, she called me, she's like, Hey, you know, Dave Lockett's here. Um, you know, I'm going to give you his email, you know, yeah. shoot him an e- shoot him an email. I did the next day. He's like, why don't you come in and talk? So then we talked, he told me about this internship. Right. Um, like two weeks later I got the internship. Right. And I was just kind of like, you know, what's going on? You sure, know what sure. I mean? I, I, you know, I have a journalism degree, but I, you know, I took a PR class, but I didn't really right. know what PR entailed. Um, mm. and then I got there and, um, a certain quarterback had gotten to a couple accusations. Yes. Oh, that so was right when you came my in. First, right so there. you were thrown yes. right into the fire. Yes. Yeah. Dang, man. Well, that, I, was, wow. well, that was in March of 2009. That was in March. In, correct, or two, no, March of 2010. And right, I started yeah. in April of 2010. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I got a quick crash course in what <laughs> crisis communications is. Um and it was great experience. Uh, what was that like? Just the whole, you know, situation of, you know, cr- learning, learning that, you know, whenever, I mean, that's something you, you can talk about in a classroom, but that's something that, you know, I mean, you get firsthand real world experience of just like, Hey, this is happening right now. This is how we deal with it. Yeah. It was, you know, just coming in, like sure. I, I had, there wasn't really like a, a go-to guide. <laughs> you know, yeah, there right. wasn't like, yeah. here, Ryan, here are your daily tasks. Sure, Make sure, sure these yeah. are done. It was just kind of like. Hey, um, not sure if you saw the news, but yeah, yeah. You know, the this quarterback happened. is accused of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it came out that he wasn't charged. Definitely. Um, but you had the, you know, Commissioner Goodell was still a personal, was a personal conduct policy, right, right. you know, all that Everything stuff. Everything that was changed whenever the new CBA got. Yeah. yeah. And, but one of my duties, one of the duties as an intern was clips and you do your Steelers clips and and then you did, had separate Ben clips and right. then you had separate Ben video clips because... I mean, I, I mean, look at the Kareem Hunt thing now. Absolutely. I mean, they, I, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not ta- speaking about Ben guilty or saying, innocent or anything like. That. I'm saying like how had that happened now, it would have been even worse when it comes to you know mm. clips and night. You know what I mean? Because he like, was released the same day. Yeah, well, that Kareem Hunt. Yeah, yeah. but but, but I mean, Ben. I mean, I was doing like I was you know printing clips, and, right, right, and putting a DVD into into yeah. his drive and like and burning clips on a DVD. Now everything's all digital, and and you know I remember I remember having stacks of binders and stuff, right, right. Um, and, and by clips for anyone who doesn't for anyone who doesn't know, like um, we we are I don't want to say we're sent, but like uh, uh, there's a um, you know the media. Uh, just a, a grouping of media articles, uh, you know, articles. Yeah, from, it's any yeah. any any online article, any reference that the happens Steelers. that people write about for that day for the Steelers. Correct. It could, right. It could be related to the Steelers. It could be related to Heinz Field, the Roonies. Right. Um, the North Side. Um, Ryan goes through and compiles everything, yeah. puts it in, you know, and you click on that day. That was um, the first thing I learned right. as an intern. It just so <laughs> happened that that Ben was um, accused of. Sure. Sure some things and and it was uh it was just kind of like what the heck did i get myself into yeah sure um but quickly you know that you know obviously ben got suspended and and a lot of other things happened including a run to the super bowl my first year absolutely and that was probably the coolest moment of my time there there were so many great memories but um 
that was like first year you get to go to the Super Bowl. I was like, right. yeah, I was like, spoiled. I was a twenty three year old intern. I was like, what is happening? That's, but um, yeah. But to, sorry, I, I love to talk. But to no, go back good. to go back to your original question, um, it was weird because I, you know, my whole life, you know, seeing guys like Troy, sure, and James Ferrier. Um, Casey was there Casey at the time. Hampton, Brett all Kiesel, those guys. Ike was there at the time. Ike, sure. All the Heath. Heath was there, ben, right? Ben, sure. All the guys Hines Ward was still that there. you wish were on the team right now. <laughs> um, I mean, and I mean that in like, you know, the Steelers had so many like veteran leaders. Absolutely. And now they're now they're younger and it's just different. But sure. I never ever got caught up in like that. You right, know, right. Like, you I can't. Just, you know, and, and you're doing, you have a job to do. You correct. know what I'm saying? You know, like, starstruck. Yeah, never, yeah. ever. Now, if, if the Undertaker or, you That's know, true. Shawn Michaels walked in here right now, I'd, or The Rock, I'd just totally lose I my s- mind. I but. saw Shawn Michaels <laughs> pass through the corridor at PPG Paints Arena when they had, when they invited him in and yeah. had, and he had like two bodyguards and like three other people with him. I think Kiesel was there with him. Side note, whenever, Brett, yeah. Side note, Shawn Michaels came to the facility one day and Brett Kiesel texted me and like, I'm bringing him <laughs> in. He's like, be cool. And, and I was cool. And then Brett was like, all right, you could be, you can, you can not be cool right now. I was like, Shawn, dude, big fan, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the showstopper, the headliner, the Miss oh WrestleMania. I Can you a give me a super kick? Them. Yeah, like please sweet chin music me through these six Lombardies. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it, I just never got caught up in that. And like I like you know we always had like you know no matter who it was, absolutely. You know, and, and you I, and you had people roll through there all to, especially you know just people you know whether it's a player or anything. I mean. People yeah, rolling through there all the time. Absolutely. And like, I mean, I've seen, you know, me, media folks like kind of like, you know, get the twinkle in their sure, eye. Sure. Like, yeah. oh, it's Troy. And it's like, definitely. Come on. Like, you know, it's Troy, but like, well, I guess here, here, you, got here's a, a, you got a job to do. Well, here's right. a big question that, that I always, you know, I mean, like, what's it like? Um, people see Ben Roethlisberger, people see Troy Polamalu, um, and they see the, the names and, oh, Ben and Troy, and they don't mm-hmm. know the actual person mm-hmm. behind, you know, they don't have interactions with the actual person. What's it like? Um, I don't want to say like, but to deal with these people on a personal level and not to see, you know, people know the entity of Tom Brady and the entity of Peyton Manning. Oh man, I watch them on my TV, but they don't um, know the people, you know, like what's it like? Um, cause, cause I know, I guess something that I, whenever I go down to the facility, like people, um, or just in general, um, people are like, Oh, you know, they kind of generalize people in the NFL and they say, Oh man, they're all thugs are all criminals are all, but like I've dealt with so many great people and, and there's so many great people in that locker room now, so many great people in the locker room before, um, you know, what's it like to deal with, um, names as people instead of like, Hey, this person, I just want them to get 20 points for my fantasy team. And and I just know <laughs> them as a name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, you know, when I went in there, you know, I, I obviously that, Oh, that's Ben Roethlisberger. That's Troy. Sure. You know, I, these I people, know, right. I, I know these people as the guys that have won Super Bowls, you know, that are making these amazing plays. But then when you talk to them, you know, there's there, I always try to, to keep, try to keep it all business at all times. You have to, mm-hmm. yeah. but at the same time, you know, we joked a lot, right? You know, you, you kind of have you gotta have thick skin, like sure, like there's 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 my there's my first quote of the night, but yeah. <laughs> you're, you're right. Said though. by many people, but you know, you got you gotta have thick skin, and and you know, like I remember when I, Mike Tomlin, I met him the first day I got hired as an intern, and that's and he said you gotta have thick skin, sure. And first that's, thing's right. That's the, all. That's all he said, and then he and he like shook my hand and walked away. Yeah, yeah. Um. 
Uh, Pleasure I, to meet you too. <laughs> yeah, well, no, but a, a, but, yeah. a, good, a good example He's of, right, of, of what you just said is Mike Tomlin. You see him in a press conference setting. You don't see him outside. And I always will defend him because, because people think he's, you know, just like, you know, he's, he is, he's blunt, sure. but he has a role to play when it comes to the media and you don't get to see him behind closed doors. And Absolutely. I think he is one of the best examples of, of, and I, and I, and I think fans look at that and that's why they're mad <laughs> when the Steelers lose because sure. they just think Tomlin, like, doesn't he's know the what same he's, person that he is. On, yeah, he doesn't media. know he doesn't, what he's doing. He doesn't and, care. Nah, you know, and, right? And sure. That, and that's just that's just garbage. Like that guy is a football junkie. Absolutely, he's a good person. Um, you know, his players love the, him. I think to even be at that level, like there's not even a chance that you're. We could talk here all night about the folks that want him fired and like the the guy. The, right. Like, listen. I get the New England Patriots go to the Super Bowl almost every year. All right. right. But they also they, but they also have probably the greatest coach of all time and probably the greatest quarterback of all time. Sure. Yeah. I understand you don't want to be second. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. if if it's not Mike Tomlin to lead my or if it's not Bill Belichick to lead my team, Mike Tomlin is is definitely That's in the, in the conversation yeah, absolutely if it's not bill belichick and and i don't know how you could say otherwise but i don't want to get off on a tangent too much no, but that's, that's please this yeah, is good that's this is good that's an interesting <laughs> comment i think that's important to bring up because it's like um as a fan you'd never want to vilify your heroes which are the players even though they may have more to do with like whether your team loses or not like it always has to be the management the coach like all this referees even if yeah. they're the best you know, yeah sure yeah, like that's just a shame, and it's a shame how the turnover is so high in those jobs, just because somebody has to take the fall. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, I I'll, I'll be honest with you, I think it's I think it's more common just in general now, and not even just in sports. It's kind of like, what have you done for me lately? Definitely, you know. Yeah. And people have a short leash, and I mean, look at the Penguins. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey man, that you know, five you know, Bilesma wins a cup. You know, five years later, he's almost there every year, and sure. then got to switch it up, right? Right. And they, and they lost after the, right. sec, after the second round. Yeah. You know, you you gotta, know it's not like he missed the playoffs. Got to switch it up, and then sure. they, who'd they bring in? Was it Mike Johnston? No, it was. Uh, yeah, it was Mike Johnston. Um, and, Johnston then, and that and guy that, was like, and that lasted a whole six like months. A, I was like, whatever. Let's forget you that know? even happened. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, you know, Sully no, comes in, right? And then they're struggling now, and and you you hear it, you hear it, and people bring it up. Is it time for a change? They need to get rid of Solly. And it's sure, just sure. like And he it, just won them two Stanley Cups. Yeah. And it's like, but nobody I mean, I don't know. Maybe people do I like say, how mean Sully is. So yeah. I, I don't want to see him no, go. But, <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean <laughs> well, he calls them out. Like, he does. That's what I like could, about yeah. it. Yeah. Like look how I mean, like I don't know, but like look how fast, like like all it took all it took was one bad season with Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy was gone. Sure. And you, because when when Aaron Rodgers was hurt and Mike McCarthy was losing, everyone's like, "Oh, he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers." And I kind of think that they're starting to get that way towards Tomlin because definitely. oh, he's got Ben, he's got AB, yeah, he, he oh, doesn't have Le'Veon. Ah, uh, he's got Juju, you know, right, right, yeah. He's got these guys, but they're you know he's got all the talent in the world. But anyway, I I I'll always defend Mike Tomlin. No, I and and not only that, like players love him i mean you see how they how they are or you know they would run through a wall with him he's a great communicator a great teacher they're like there have been there have been plenty of times where i've heard tomlin talk to those guys and like i just wanted to run through a wall and sure. i mean i was just a PR, really i was just a pr guy standing like in the back like, right like you like you don't you don't see i agree 
you don't see how who that guy really is. And, and, I, man, and I wish and, I could see a little bit of that. Absolutely. And when they come into the facility at 7 a.m. and when they, you know, all the work that's put in. And, exactly. and like, I mean, Belichick kind of does the same thing. Yeah, like, sure. You know what I mean? I mean, but. I don't know how I I don't know how he is behind closed doors. Yeah, right. Maybe he's totally. De- I don't know. You only see you the- only see what they want you to see, and I think you have to be that way. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, that that's got to be one of the toughest jobs to have. Absolutely, yeah, I mean, yeah, you got to you got to be taken seriously, but sure. at the same time, yeah. like that balance of like tearing people down then building them up, like just to push them, <laughs> and yeah, it's it's tough. You went to Ohio, U. Um, you know, did you know going in, I guess, where did you know journalism come from for you? Where did you find that passion? Where did the PR angle come from? I guess you kind of touched on it a little bit, but yeah, followed yeah. followed my dream. Um, I wanted to be on Sports Center. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much Stuart Scott, but yeah. I wanted to be like the Tom Rinaldi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm absolutely. an emotional guy. I probably would never never been able to like get through those stories. <laughs> I agree. Um, but no, <laughs> the, I my, wanted, the my wish stories. Yeah, yes, the, I wanted sure. I wanted to make I wanted to tell the stories where it was sports related, but there, it's more than sports. You know what I mean? Mm, the, you yeah. know, the kid, the kid that made it. Definitely. You know, without having any, you know, a father figure. Or the kid that made it that didn't have, you know, that had some type of disability. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's what I wanted to do. And, you know, Ohio U had a great journalism program. And, um, you know, I chased the dream. And, sure. And, you know, one one piece of advice out there is that if you're going to chase that dream, you got to understand that you're going to be making great sacrifices. Sure. Especially regardless of what it is, regardless of what it is, you know, if you want to get married when you're young and you want to have five kids, you're sacrificing your time, your energy, sure. um, yeah, financial things, Absolutely. you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it's, freedom or whatever, you know, yeah, things like that, yeah. Yeah. you know, and, and, you know, I actually, I, I've got, I got this question a lot during my time, you know, with the Steelers is, you know, I want to get into sports. What's it yeah. all about? And you know, it's a long hours. Absolutely. Travel. Not a lot of money. Not glamorous. <laughs> you know, it's not sure. it's not glamorous. You know, you don't you don't get paid like a player or coach. And Definitely. There are times when you're there just as long as they are, if not longer. Definitely. Um, obviously they put their their body on the line yeah, yeah. on right. on Thursdays, Sundays, or Mondays or Saturdays now. Um, but you know, you you miss things. You well, know, you missed Christmas, and you were there that year with Christmas, yeah. Thanksgiving, and, I've missed, and New Year's. Well, yeah, and I mean, I've been on the road or even, you know, at Heinz Field for a game on, on holidays, but regardless, there were very, very rare occurrences when we didn't practice on those days, you sure. know? Hey, I'm um, getting married this weekend. Oh, sorry, yeah. I'll be in Atlanta oh, or whatever. Yeah, you know? hey, can't take <clears throat> off during the season, you know? Right. See ya. You know, I'm leaving in late July and uh, I'll see you in February after this. Like you missed, you missed so much. And, and again, if you want to take that, if you want to do that, that's great. And, uh, you know, I've, you know, I loved my time there, but eventually that stuff caught up with me. And I was just like, you know what? I I don't love it anymore. I don't love it anymore. And I've said this too, if you either work in sports because you absolutely love it, mm-hmm. or you do it because you get to say you're weak, or you work in sports. Sure. Hey, I work for the Steelers. Definitely. I never ever cared that I work for the Steelers. That, right. Like that's not that's not going on my tombstone. Right. You know you can't you can't take your Twitter followers with you. You know what I mean? And like, and I and for so I I just felt for so long like I would just had this like Steelers label and sure and it was great for a long time, but I just. 
you, you know, just, you didn't love it. it yeah, right. the, the luster wears off a little bit. Yeah. And, and again, like I, I, you know, how long, how, like, how long can you, you can't wait around for another opportunity to come. You got to take sure. advantage no, of it. You got to search yeah, that's for it. That's a great it. point. Mm-hmm. You know, my boss was there for a long time. He wasn't going anywhere. You know, right. the guy that was above me, he wasn't, wasn't going anywhere. Definitely. It's like, how long am I going to sit here and do this? Even though it's fun. And even though, you know, you, sure. you comp- I don't compete. The players compete sure, for sure. Super Bowl every year. I'm along for the ride. What, you know, what am I doing? You Absolutely. Know what I mean, like, how long am I going to do this? Right. Yeah. And, and, and I've, you know, I've said the same, you know, it's, it's great. It's fun. I love it, but it doesn't mean that, you know, like it's this weekend, for example, I know this is going to be a little bit post-dated, but this weekend, for example, I'm going to, you know, I have a penguin game on Saturday and I, and I'll be at Heinz field for 12 hours. You know, it's, it's the same thing. Like wow, lucky you. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's the same, you know, is, is fine. Hey, playing a Patriot tonight. <laughs> love it. I saw somebody come into Starbucks today. I work part-time at Starbucks. Okay. And uh, he was decked out head to toe in Patriots gear, oh, and I just no. wanted to throw a hot coffee at his face. <laughs> but anyways, just a but, side note. Yeah. Like get out of here. <laughs> yeah. We don't get appreciate on. your kind. Get out of here. <laughs> hey, cheated. Um, <laughs> hey, you filming me right now? <laughs> oh, our manager for Lacey is huge Patriots fan, by the way. Is that so, right? I didn't know that. Yeah, so we should insult him and the Patriots any, any opportunity. Just drop that in there. Yeah. Um, and I'll yeah. send this podcast. Hey, to check, him. check his footballs. They don't go out enough. Unbelievable. But yeah, like is you know, is quote unquote great and glamour. There's still it's still work. It's still a job. It's still stuff that, you know, I mean it's it's you know, it's a job. Yeah, and and again, like I'm grateful for my time there. Had sure. a lot of fun. I got to go to I mean, I got to go to a Super Bowl. I got to go to London. I've been to almost every NFL stadium. Sure. Um you know, it was great, but it it's not sunshine, rainbows, and lollipops every day. Like, it was, sure. you know, it wasn't always bad, but, you know, I got to the point, like, I, I, I turned 30. Definitely. That's not old. I'm not saying that's old, but, like, you get to 30, <laughs> and just kind of like, you know, I mean— how long, how long do I want to do this? How, sure. how, how much, like, do I have enough effort to keep doing this? You yeah. know, like what, you know, am I getting out what I'm, or am I putting in what I'm getting, you know, getting out and sure. like, you know, and I got a girlfriend now, you know, we got a dog, we adopted yeah, two him. Dogs, yeah. yeah, we have another dog, but we adopted him. I would have never been able to out of work for this, you know, if I had still been working for the Steelers, you know, my hours. Cause you spend long hours there. Yeah. My hours now are normal. I, you know, I make make a lot more money. Don't tell anybody that. No, but I mean, it's just, yeah, there's no money. That's the other thing too. And sp- there's not a lot of money in sports. Definitely. Again, you got to love it. You got, you have to love it. I think that's surprising to a lot of people that aren't in it because they uh, think yeah. that like, he, Oh yeah. They see you up on behind the pedestal <clears throat> talking into a microphone and they're like, wow. Like if, if sure. And <laughs> the number of times people would say, well, you making six figures, right? Six figures. What? <laughs> what are you talking you, about? Yeah, yeah right, all right. of us in this room, all of us journalists, if you combine like, them, but yeah, yeah. So like six like, figures. It's like, and I'm again, like I, I'm not, I'm not coming off as un, ungrateful. Like I'm just saying that, like it's a grind. That's the, those are the facts. Like that's if that's what you want, great, yeah. go for it. But you got to understand that. There, you know, there, there are, you know, there are sacrifices that you make. Sure. How money's a big deal. How significant yeah. was it for you to kind of move, move the goalpost? You went into Ohio State, you know, I'm sorry. Sorry. Ooh, sorry. That ouch. was bad. That was terrible. No, it's I didn't, okay. Uh, it's you okay. went into Ohio. Um, I was going to say the state of Ohio. Okay. Uh, you went into Ohio, <laughs> you know, journalism, ESPN. Uh, you still 
got to live that life. But at the same time, you had to move the goalpost, go into PR. And so, you know, how, how important is that to kind of be flexible with that and not put yourself in a box if you want to follow that dream? Yeah, oh man, I'll get to it. For, you know, Mike Tomlin, again, I love Mike Tomlin and his words. People don't think he says a lot, but he does. He does. But when he talks about you, he hits you with that. He's versatile. He's versatile, <laughs> if you will. You know, that wasn't the best Tomlin. But, you know, he would ask about that. And like, and, and. And I, you know, you and he would get asked about like, you know, why is this player, you know, why do why do you like this guy? Yeah. And he would say, you know, it was like I remember like it was like Kelvin Beecham was the first one, definitely, because he can play every position on the O line. Sure, sure. And then it was Chris. He's Hubbard. position flexible. Yeah, he's, you know, he's position flexible, if you will. You know. <laughs> right. Then it was Chris Hubbard. Right. Um, Mother Hubbard. Know, yeah. You know uh, what I mean? Like, yeah. Like that's how you gotta you gotta wear many hats you gotta yeah. have a, a unique skill set if you will you know but it, <laughs> but it, no it's it's true like like you know if, if journalism's a broad a you know a broad sure cat it's a broad category you, you went know, like, in journalism and you got a p ended up correct. in pr sure you know what i mean i didn't ever think i was going into pr but like right. you know you learn you learn on the fly but you have to you especially nowadays you know you have to you, you know you got a one man band, everything like you sure. got to like, I, you know, I, I have friends that are, that are doing, you know, some great things, but they do everything. They're editing their own video, Definitely. you know, yeah. they're doing their own social media and all this stuff. And like, they're just doing it all on their own. You know what I mean? Like yeah, the Steelers, yeah. the Steelers have, you know, a, uh, a social a media of, person, you know, a videographer, right, right. And these people are doing all these crazy things. And like, you know, you, you, you have to be able to do that or you're sure. not going to be like, you got to build that resume or no one's going to consider you. You got to, you right. got to have, you know what I mean? Especially the if you want to do something like that. The more, the more you, you have, the merry, right? The more it's, you it's can do, smart. right? I mean, it's just smarter anyways. Like even my college roommate was communications, but like, um, he wound up starting his own businesses and stuff like that. So he didn't need to work for anybody else, but he made himself so marketable because he did so much extra stuff. Like he was editing people's websites in college. He was already working. Right. And I think in a, such a competitive major, like communications is not the hardest degree to get. Like sure. you've got to distinguish yourself. Yeah. In the crowd hey, somehow. Hey. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and I mean, I, I, mean right. I, was, I graduated in, in 2009 and you know, digital media wasn't anything like it is now. Absolutely. And it's like, like I was still editing on like <laughs> tape to tape. You know what I mean? Right, right, like, yeah. right. This kid, you know, a year later, this kid's a master at final cut. And like, Hold I'm on like here. Yeah. and I'm like, I can do final cut, but not as good as this guy. And it's like, you know, as technology's constantly evolving, like right. you have to evolve now too, you yeah. know, especially for the, you know, you youngsters, man. <laughs> you got kids like editing videos that just look unbelievable. Oh, absolutely. Right. Oh, on their just phone. For, uh, yeah, on their phone yeah. for their like uh, PlayStation yeah. channel, you yeah. know, gaming channel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this kid has more skills than I do. He's like I thirteen. I know. What did you learn at your internship? Not not when you caught on full time, but what what did you learn in your internship? <laughs> I mean, you were just thrown in. It was real as real world as it gets. I would say that the everything that happened to me my first year there was just huge on on sure. my on my outlook on my career and then just for my experience like I said the Ben thing that happened um you know again he you know guilt or innocence aside it still happened right sure and, you have and, to and, deal and with we, it yes as, we had yeah. to deal with it and even as an intern like I wasn't the spokesperson or anything but I was helping you know organize you know, what, what's being said about him 
Um, so you learn the crisis communication side of it. Like, sure. like at that time, like that was the biggest thing. <laughs> right. It, like, I don't know anything, any, like anything else that could have happened during that time as my, like, especially coming as an intern. I'm one um, of the biggest in the NFL. I mean, Roger Goodell was at camp that year. Yes. And John Madden was sure, there and it was definitely. like, and, and again, like I was like, 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 like I, I never was like a deer in a headlight, but like, you know what I mean? I was just like, wow, like this is like, what's, this is ha- like what's happening here. And then they went on a Super Bowl run. Right. Um, they made it all the way. Obviously we didn't win that, 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 that was unfortunate, but it was just such, you know, such a great experience. But right away I learned, Hey, if you like, you got to keep up with the pace, you got to be fast, but you got to be accurate. You know what I mean? Accuracy before speed, but sure. you also got to be quick. Got to stay on the moving train. Yes. We wear many hats. Uh, you know, if Mr. Rooney needs a ride home, um, you got to take him home and then you got to come back and do your work. And I will say that getting to drive Mr. Rooney around in my car that I still have, the O2 Intrigue <laughs> is one of the coolest experiences ever. He sure. loved that car. I don't know why. I think because he was an old school guy. Um, but yeah, I still have that car. And that's the, awesome. the, I remember the year he passed away, I told him I was going to get a new one. And he said, why? His car is great. And I just, <laughs> I haven't, I love Mr. Rooney too. And I, have, I sure. haven't had the heart to, to get rid of it. But, but yeah, like you just like, I, we could sit here for hours and talk about the experience Absolutely. as an intern, but like it was like everything, like you learn quickly that everything is magnified because it's the Steelers. Like sure. it's, oh, the, yeah. it's the Steelers. And you, I mean, now it's even worse. Like definitely. And we're talking about an x-ray machine this week. Sure. Like an sure. X-ray machine. Like <laughs> back then, like Twitter was, Twitter was around, but it wasn't as big <clears throat> as it was now. Right. Like communication just like it explodes so oh, yeah. quickly. Oh sure. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, um, it was a lot easier to control the message back then. Um, and no, it was, you know, it, like there's not, like, you don't really get a lot of, like, I, at least in the end, at least when I, le- when I left there, like, you know, you don't really get a lot of heads ups. <laughs> you yeah, know right. what I mean? Like, you just, yeah. you're just, your heads up is looking on Twitter. Well, yeah. That, yeah. There's no phone see, calls anymore. Like, you just, I mean, that's the thing that we kind of see. I don't want to get political, but I'm just going to say in politics, like, everybody has access to everybody. Yeah. But it's not funneled through, like, the media, the PR person, like it was originally. Yeah. So now yeah. you got to oh. put out fires. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I know all too well about Twitter fires. <laughs> yes, we uh, may, maybe have to tease for later. That could be. Uh, what, what was <laughs> that could be? Yeah. <laughs> what was your Super Bowl experience like? Oh, I was I was twenty three year old intern. It's cold. I'll tell you that much. Oh, but go yeah, on. Yeah, it, it was it was an ice storm, and. With all due respect to the Dallas Fort Worth area, they did not know how to handle ice. I agree. They like poured sand. They put sand on the sand. Yeah. It was we went when we went to Super Bowl Media Day, I we were on our bu- we were on buses and it was just a solid sheet of I ice. I didn't think I was gonna make it to the buses. And there were cars in Fort Worth. abandoned on the highway, cars just wrecked, crashed, and it was it was insane. It's like an inch of snow. I, yeah. With ice though. The but walking, the walking yeah, dead. Yeah, it, it was it was crazy. But I was like, it was you know, it was, it was, it was, um, it was unbelievable. Like, like you watch the Super Bowl on television and it's obviously it's, everything's magnified, you know, eight years later, but you know, you watch the media day on television and, and you're just kind of like, wow. And then you get there and Absolutely. it's like, wow, circus. 
like it was a circus and it was at uh just all the characters it was at at&t stadium right. um that's the name of it now right yeah it Jerry, looks like the jerry, jerry jones world <laughs> um but like it you know it, the media day was there like it was just so cool like looking at a stadium and then sure. like you have the hall of famers are there you know um other team other players from other teams are there um you know the biggest you know the biggest hollywood's you know yeah, actors everybody. and actresses sure. um we were i went down to the field uh before the game and i was talking to the equipment guys from the Steelers. and this out of the corner of my eyes guys walking towards me and shaggy blonde hair and he's like hey can i borrow football it was owen wilson (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) and i was like wow (laughs) that's my owen wilson joke today can you super kick me yeah, yeah, super yeah, yeah. Like, you know, Hansel. And um, so <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> we're like, yeah, yeah, go. He's like, he's like, thanks. So he goes on the field and he's running routes with his buddy. And as you know, I love talking and I have no shame. I pulled a wedding crashers and I just started yelling. Hot route, hot route, <laughs> hot route. Yeah. And I was, I mean, and, and people are like, yeah, people yeah. are dying. <laughs> And he and I'm like hot route, and he looks over. He's like, ah, okay, I got you. I see what you're doing there. I got you. I, see. And I was like, I mean, shoot your shot, right? right? You know what I mean? It's Owen Wilson. But now he came over and he was talking to us, <laughs> like one of the nicest guys in the world. Um, uh, and then after that, I turned around and Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston were standing there, and I stopped noticing Adam Sandler really, yeah, right, really right. quickly. Um, but <laughs> it's just, it was like, what? It was, it was, it was, it was awesome. It was crazy. I mean, the the you know, obviously we didn't win, but um, got to see the Aaron Rodgers coming out already. Wow, definitely. You just, yeah, whew, man, that guy was good. Yeah, um, but also I was close. I thought we were gonna win it at the end. I really the fumble, did. man. Yeah, David Johnson missed that block. Yeah, um, but yeah, hot coming but, off the edge yeah, and the Mendenhall fumble. Yeah, but still, like, and and at the time, at the time, I'm like, oh. We're gonna be here every year. Like, sure, this is, that's yeah, that's how it feels. This is great. Yeah, we got two young great. receivers: this Emmanuel Sanders, Antonio Brown. We got Our a young quarterback. Is still good. Sure. And then the, the next year was my final year as an intern, and I didn't I I didn't know if I was gonna get hired full time. I and, and we got T-Bud. T-Bud. <laughs> yeah. And then I did get up, end up getting hired full time, and got five more seasons, and still never made it back. Love to. Mm-hmm. I'd love to kind of go into that story next, just in, in the sense that. You were an intern two years with the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Um, you went, you, I guess when you're an intern, and I don't know if this is just a general statement, yeah. this is my understanding, but when you're an intern with the Steelers, you get essentially two years. Um, you know, Joe is there right now. Joe's fantastic. Uh, this is his second year. That was your second year with the Steelers. Um, you were left with a job for a sec. Can you kind of go, you know, just kind of the uncertainty. You have this great experience. You go to the Super Bowl, um, you know, first round in the divisional playoffs against, you know, the, the Broncos, just all this different stuff, uh, all these great experience. And then you're left with a job. And then can you kind of go through the whole uh, experience? Yeah, when I uh, when I got the internship, they were very upfront and honest and said, uh, you have the option for a second year. And I knew deep down if I worked hard enough, I would get a second year. Oh, yeah. As long as I didn't do anything stupid. Sure. Um, <laughs> so got the second year. Um, and then after that, um, oh, in between that, that was a lockout year, 2011. Yeah. That was a little scary too. But, sure. But the uh, Steelers, you know, thankfully, um, you know, I – you know, my job was not, my internship was never in jeopardy or anything like that. Um, that was very nice of them because teams did, certain teams did cut back on, 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 I can't remember exactly what team, but, uh, the Steelers did not. Um, anyway, 
And then you're kind of like, okay, well, what am I going to do now? All right. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, you were left without a job. Yeah, you were, and, yeah. and they were upfront and honest about that too. They're like, listen, we don't have a full-time position open for you right now, but like, yeah. let us know, you know, they walk, they were with me every step of the way. Let us know if you're looking for another job, all that stuff. So then I ended up working, uh, in a restaurant. I was just bartending and, and whatnot. I was making pretty good money. And, uh, you know, I got a call one day, they were like, do you want to come back? And I was like, yeah. I was like, ah, yeah, let me think about it. And, and yeah. honestly, because like it was yeah, about, yeah. it was about a month after and I'm like, all right, well, there's another crossroads in life. You had that crossroads, sure. um, after college, like, what am I going to do now? And then after mm-hmm. the internship, I'm like, you know, is this, you know, do I want to, do I want to like, do I want to continue this? And you, you, you got the crash course. You saw everything. You had to deal with the controversy with you know, a lot the quarterback. Of fun, a lot of fun times. <laughs> yeah. Those and, good and, times. and the lockout. And you got to see that like, wow, this isn't maybe the most stable job to have either. Yeah. <laughs> you know? and, and I, you know, and then at the time, like I was like, I remember I, I talked with my parents and, you know, um, I was just like, yeah, let's do it. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, and I know, I Why know not, that, right? like, I, I'm, I don't mean to sound arrogant by saying that. Sure, I sure. just meant like it, it was the best opportunity for me at the time. You know, yeah. I didn't, I didn't have to move anywhere. Like, again, it's my hometown team. I'm sure and, you heard the same thing that I've heard with, you know, chasing the music thing is like, now's the time to do it when you're young. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Ex- exactly. We're, to the, to the young kids listening out there. <laughs> Do it when you are young and you don't have, yeah. you know, sort of sure. the, sort of the things that could potentially, li- you know, you know, limit you from doing that, and you know, make your mistakes and <laughs> make your mistakes now. Yeah, you don't want to do it when you're, you know, forty. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, and I, I everybody says it's it's a dream job. I'm like, yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's yeah. yeah. Let's see what happens. And you've done it, you know, for that, you know, you were already. Yeah, and, and, and I was yeah. com- and I was comfortable, and I knew how things worked there, and sure. it was honestly a very smooth transition to get, you know, to go into a full time role. Um, yeah. Yeah. What were your uh, emotions with all that? Just kind of, um, you know. First off, you know, going without a job and then, and then, and I know you, you touched on it, but at the same time, you know, kind of going without a job, maybe the uncertainty. And then, and then, like you said, um, you know, just kind of, kind of some of the emotions going, and then whenever you first decided to go into it, I mean, you're without a job and then this kind of, this opens up and then, um, you know, just some of the, the decision-making in there, even though you did touch on it a little bit here. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> The older I get, the more like mellow I am and more even keel I am. But like back, you know, when, when that happened, I was like all over the place. You know what I mean? I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, like, well, I'm not freaking out, but I was just like, you know, like I was dating, I was dating a girl, a different girl at the time. And she lived in, uh, she lived in Ohio and I was just kind of like, you know, is she going to move here? There was a, there was a lot of other things around, but, but, but (laughs) next piece of advice, decide for yourself. Don't let someone else decide for you. Yeah. Make the decision. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to ask my parents what they think. I'm going to ask my girlfriend what she thinks. But at the end of the day, I'm going to do what I think is best for me. And I know that sounds selfish, but you got to decide what's best for you. And I ended up breaking up with her. Yeah. (laughs) Took the job, you know, lived it, you know, lived at home, saved some money. And honestly, you know, you look back, absolutely was the best decision I I, I made at the time. I had to. It would have been done. Sure. You know, I was, I was bartending. That's, I mean. Definitely. I didn't know. It was a seasonal job. Right, it's right. like, I got to go, I got to go back to, you know, the place that I'm comfortable at and I know what I'm doing and, and 
one, you know, once I like collected my thoughts, the decision was easy, but there was, well, you know, there's always a lot of factors that go, oh, especially yeah. when you make yeah. that, you know, you don't have a job. You, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, you know? <laughs> what was the difference between being an intern and a PR assistant there? Just for you. I mean, just the, the step up the full-time role. <laughs> Money. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> no, um, it, it was more it, responsibility. Definitely. Yeah. Number one, you know, um, trust, you know, uh, you know, as an intern, you got, uh, I definitely made mis I made mistakes even as a full-time person, but as an intern, eh, he's just an intern. He'll learn. Yeah. Right. Right. When you're a full-timer and it's like, you know, <laughs> it's the real show. <laughs> no excuses, you know? Sure. But no, I, and, and I, you know, you know, I, I don't like the term assistant, but I really didn't have any control over that. Right. But like, they're like the one thing about an intern, the one thing about being an intern and then moving into that role was I was already exposed to probably everything you can imagine. Definitely. Yeah. And you know, they're like, you, you didn't get coffee and donuts as an intern. Like you, you know, if, if the boss was away and you needed to get a roster transaction, you walk down the hall and you ask Kevin Colbert, sure. Hey Kev, <laughs> Yeah. Dude, are we, are we signing God? You know what I mean? Like, Definitely. You, you know, it wasn't like you had to go through all these, you know, you know, all this red tape to like get an answer. Um, you just go straight to the source. Yeah. And, go, yeah. and, and, and that, that was very valuable because like, I mean, again, I was driving Mr. Rooney home you yeah. know, from like the second day I was there, but then like you're talking to coach Tom and you're talking to Art Rooney, like, sure. like any, you know, you go to, you're an intern somewhere else. Like there's like 45 people above you before you get to talk to it. So like the vice president or something like right, that. Yeah. So like, so like, you know, they know who you are and they knew who I was when I went back there. But what came with that was an added level of responsibility and accountability. Sure. And, um, and then it also gave me an opportunity to do, you know, to like, you know, sort of solidify my role there. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I think I did a pretty good job. I, Absolutely. I, I, you know, I got, I got it in the ways that I want it. And I'd like to run, you know, I thought I ran a smooth operation, but, um, again, it was a lot easier knowing that I had the experience as an intern mm -hmm. coming into that full-time role. What was, uh, you know, what was it like for you? I mean, you had to, you know, you had to prepare talking points for, for, you know, the, for, you know, Art or, or yeah. Coach Tomlin or, or Kevin or, you know, the media guide, the programs, feature stories. I mean, you know, like you said, you talked about wearing many hats, um, you know, recaps, bios, you did all the stuff for us in the media. Mm -hmm. um, we would come to you and say, hey, you know, you had to know every player, every even when the roster was at 90. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you had the, you know, every single player re releases, advisories, recaps, bios, game yeah. notes. For, I guess just... Um, you know, you had to know everything, you know, like you said, you had to know everything. It wasn't about, you know, I mean, you, it was about, you know, can, can you kind of speak to, I don't know, just that whole, that whole aspect of, I just had, you know, the, the responsibility aspect of yeah, it. Just, I, I mean, I had like, I have a really good memory. Yeah. Um, and you know, so some of that stuff just comes naturally. Sure. Like, sure. Uh, I remember in the, re <laughs> At training camp, let's give you a little insight to the media. Training camp, <laughs> we would, you this know, is, the, the, you're right. the majority of the job 
was just BSing with the media. Pretty much, yeah. Not, not all, but that's accurate. But you know, you're at practice, right? For three hours, you're you know, you have open locker room sessions, but at training camp, like you're outside all day, so like you got to pass the time. But yeah, there's 90 guys on a roster, right? Okay? Hey, Scarpina. Who is that guy? Yes. Because they don't have numbers. They walk around their regular clothes. And... There are six, you know, six guys get off a golf cart. <laughs> I don't know who they are because they are not wearing a jersey uh, or a number. And I have a story to do. I'm doing a story and on this I guy. I need to talk to this guy, and yeah. I have no idea what he looks like. And I just always, I always felt that, no, and Tomlin used to say this too, like, I don't care who you are or where you came from. I care about what you do when you're here. Sure. And I treated every guy that, that was there the same. Now, obviously, yeah. I had, you know, different relationships with, with a guy like Cam Hayward, sure. or, you know, or, or David DeCastro or something like Both that. outstanding. But, yeah, but, yeah. you know, it, it, whether you were a rookie free agent or whether you were a first-round draft pick, I don't care. Like, you have to know who they are. <laughs> we're, the, you know, yeah. we 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 drink you know we we eat the same food we're drinking this you know drinking the same drink we're sleeping and sure. you know we're sleeping in a in a dorm like sure. we're all the same you know what right. i mean like yeah. like i'm ryan what's your name nice to meet you and i i care sure. i've a lot of guys over the years especially the the rookie free agents cuz those guys are always usually the most humble and sure and i remember one time this i can't remember who it is but a player came up to me and said Thank you for being like really nice. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, I know I'm just, you know, a rook. And I was yeah. like, dude, I was like, I'm a PR assistant. Like, <laughs> like yeah. I'm nothing. Like, don't sure, like, sure. like, like, listen, like <clears throat> no, no one here is better than anybody else. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, but that's, again, that goes back to my memory. Like I, there would be times for the bios and I'm sure I made a mistake in them, but like, I didn't I, see any. I no, could just, no, yeah. <laughs> lies. Um, <laughs> um, they never failed. As soon as as soon as the media guy came out, we get an email. Uh, page four thirty seven. Um, this is a misprint. I'm like, okay, sorry, I missed one. Sorry, I missed one. Um, but I would look at a I would look at a stat book one like for five seconds sure. and know every stat. And I mean, that's, well, that's just that's a nice little feature to have. Yeah, it yeah. was it was good. It was good. You know, and you know. Even, you know, like, again, a media, a media guy, you know, hey, who, <laughs> who used to wear number 48? I'm like, yeah. I have it. an interesting question, I gotcha. think, and maybe it goes along with what you're kind of talking about here. You know, we talk about following your dreams a lot on the show mm -hmm. and stuff like that, but there, I think there is an element to kind of finding, like, your, your niche and what you naturally, like, are good at. And from what you're talking about, it kind of seems that even though you never knew you'd be in PR, kind of have a lot of those skills that make you good at it uh how much do you think you were just born with some of those things and you've wound up finding yourself there versus working hard and getting there nature yeah. versus nurture i guess yeah I, i've always been a natural communicator i've always been able to talk to anybody and sure. everybody and and that's another piece of advice don't ever be afraid to talk to somebody because you never know what that could lead to you never Absolutely. know sure. You never know if you can help that person or if that person can help you. Sure. Um, you know, and I was, and I was that way my whole, like my whole life, Yeah. you know, and even, even now, like um, maybe not so much, but like, I, I will talk to anybody and everybody. Mm, like sure. it's, it's just, it's just the way I, it's the way I'm wired. Um, 
So no, I didn't have to go to college to learn how to communicate, you know, I mean, my degrees in journalism, but like all that stuff just came naturally. And, and, um, you know, again, again, the memory, um, just loving football and knowing, you know, the nuances of, you know, not only the game, but, um, you know, the, the, the communication aspect of, you know, knowing how to talk to, (laughs) the team president <laughs> versus mm-hmm. talking to Ed Bouchette from the Post-Gazette or something like that. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like you mm-hmm. can't, you, you can't be the same person around the sure. team president as you are around Ed. Um, right, right. But again, that you don't have to go to college for that. Like that's just, you know, I was just born that way. And, and it, and it, it did, it helped me, it, it helped me, you know, not only with the Steelers, but even at my job now, sure. it's, it's definitely different and it's, you know, you know, there's no Super Bowl involved, but right. now, to drink on Sundays <laughs> <laughs> and watch the city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and I guess it kind of leads me like, does it get to a point where quote unquote, like living the dream, you know, like you're, you're still living the dream. You're still, you know, but like it almost becomes too much and that's, you know, like you're still doing it, you enjoy it, but at the same time, like, man, it kind of, kind of wears on you at the same time. I mean, it's, I, you know, it's, it's long hours. It's a lot, it's a lot of, you know, a lot of sacrifice. Um, you're, you're living the dream, you're working with the Steelers, you're doing all kind of great things, but at the same time, you know, can you kind of, kind of just touch on that aspect of it? Yeah. I, uh, I mean, I can relate with a lot of, you know, yeah, I, sure. and so I'll, I'll start this way. The way I, I was always, uh, you know, again, grateful for my time there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. The Cincinnati playoff game, that wild comeback. 1816. Yeah. Yeah. My girlfriend, um, she had an emergency appendectomy. Okay. Excuse me. My parents obviously around to help her, but I wasn't, I'm, yeah. in, I'm in Cincinnati. You're in Cincinnati, okay? right. You and have to go to Denver the next week. Yeah. I'm, yeah. In, I'm in Cincinnati. Um, we win. It was amazing. Literally got on a plane, came home, went to bed for like four hours, got up, went and saw her in the hospital, went to work, came back in the hospital. Sure. Luckily she was fine. Okay. But there came a point when I was like, okay, what's more important right now? Right. Sure. I'm not playing. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just a PR guy. Like, can some, like, what am I really doing here? Sure. But you know, then we went to Denver. I I still say, side note, I still say that 2015 team had the best chance. Um, (laughs) I really do think that. And and we can, we, I'll come back next time. We'll just talk about that whole team. But, um, (laughs) And then in 2016, um, lost to the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. Sure. And I'll never forget this. I had I had reservations in Houston booked. I I'll never forget this, and this is probably the dumbest thing I've ever texted someone in my life. <laughs> right before we went on the field, I texted my girlfriend. Yeah. I said, "Get your bags ready. We're going to the Super Bowl." Sure. And it, then and then it, yeah. <laughs> She texted me after the game was like, LOL. Um, <laughs> because then Chris, was, then Chris Hogan happened. Yeah, it was, it was, and, and I just, you know, I was just really excited. And, and, you know, at that time, at that time I was like, okay, I was like, I was like, I don't, I, again, like what, like, is all this worth it? Sure. A couple months later. And then that night, that night I drove Mr. Rooney home. Yeah. That was the last game that he, he went to. That was the last game that he went to. Um, because I'm pretty, I can't remember if he went to the Super Bowl that year or not, but that's the last time 
last Steelers game he was at. Yeah. A couple months later, he passed away. Sure. And in between all of that, before Mr. Rooney passed away at the PR meetings, Bill Johnston was a longtime PR guy for the San Diego Chargers, now the LA Chargers, but he didn't move to LA. Okay. okay? His wife has Huntington's disease. All right? Wow. So he gets up at the PR meetings and he does this speech, okay? And he says that I'm not going to be moving to LA with the team. Yeah. And it was it was it was really moving. And then he talked about his wife and like, you know, the guy's just a great, great person. I'm, sure. I shook his hand after. He said, a job is just a job. It's not who you are. Mm. And when he said that, I was like, you know, holy shit. Like sure, sure. this guy is speaking to me right now. There's right. A, there there's hundred nobody other, else there's in the room. There's a hundred other people in this room. This guy is talking to me right now. And uh Mr. Rooney died. Yeah. Um and then I was just like, you know what? Like I can't wait around forever to get a promotion. Sure. I can't wait around forever to get a raise. Like do I you know, I want I want to have normal hours. I want yeah, to make yeah. more money. Um and at that point, I honestly couldn't remember the last time I enjoyed a football game. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, because I, it, it, you're working. And it, and, it, and I mean, and when you, yeah, and even like, even though it's not work the whole time, it's like, okay, I need like, oh, pouncing went down. Like, what's wrong with more? You know Definitely. what I mean? You know what I mean? And it's just kind of like, now, it, you're, now you're I always watched, on point. Now I watch games and it's just totally different. Totally yeah, yeah. different. Like, not a care in the world. Like, mm-hmm. Sure. I'm on Twitter seeing like if, if you know TJ Watts coming back at the game. <laughs> right, right. So, you know what I mean? Like, but where's my update? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it. <laughs> right, right. But I, you know, it was, and then it, and then I just, I, 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 I put my two weeks in. I didn't have another job, and I was just like, you know what? Let's see what, see where the wind takes me. Can you? Yeah. Can you go on? I mean, because there's so many people that are like, oh man, like I, I want another job, but I gotta have something lined up. I gotta have that. Like, you know, you, you left that job and didn't have anything else lined up. Can you maybe speak to anyone else who might be going through that right now? Uh, that was the, probably the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> but, but I knew I, I had enough money saved for a couple months yeah. that I knew that I could just focus on looking for another job. Sure. Um, and I just, I did not want to continue to just, yeah, work the long hours and not in again not get caught not get paid for what i thought i was worth and again like i'm not trying to i'm not sounding bitter here i'm just being like being honest like to just over i was just so over it like i understand i didn't love it anymore sure i didn't care that i was the steelers pr assistant like i just i just honestly i just wanted to be like i just wanted to be ryan scarpino yeah yeah Mm -hmm. And I, and, and I didn't want, like, I didn't want some, you know, like this is know, my label. This is, Hey, this is what I do. Yeah, I sure. worked there for seven years and I was never allowed to have an opinion. And that's yeah. like really weird. Yeah. Right. You know? And it's like, I'm not saying that I'm going to call out the quarterback, but it's just kind of like, you know, not even just Steelers related, but like, Anything. you know, the NFL preaches, you know, player safety and, and they, you know what I mean? And, sure, sure. And, and, and yet, you know, this field condition is just absolutely horrendous. You know what I mean? The it's field like, is on fire yes, right now. Or, or literally. The, yes, yes. Yeah. The field was on fire. I was there in that game. Rams game. Yeah. Or, or, you know, an <laughs> official just makes an absolutely terrible call. Yeah. And it's like, I can't, I can't even say anything. It's sure. Like, yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. Right. <laughs> 
Do you have any advice for anyone in that situation? They they want to leave a job, but they're afraid to take that jump. Just please have something else lined up before you do it. No, it, honestly, it is it is when you any risk you take, it's yeah. going to be scary. Right, definitely. Yeah. Like, and, you know what I mean? Like, like no matter, no matter what, and I'm not even saying a risk, like Anything. change is tough. Mm-hmm. Change is tough for some people. It's easy. Not, not for a lot of people. It's, it's not easy. You know, it's, you know, and again, you, you quit the Steelers and you don't have anything lined up. Honestly, when, when I, you know, I told people, they're just like, you're crazy. You're an yeah, idiot. Yeah. You're an idiot. You're crazy. With it's the like, Yenzer accent, right? You're well, crazy. No, well, <laughs> no, but, but even like, but even in the sure, people, sure. but even the people that work there, like, what are you doing? Right. Right. And I'm like, don't worry. I got this. Even sure. though I had no idea. What was, yeah. Like I literally had no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and the unknown kind of like the unknown kind of like made me feel like, maybe just feel like, again, like free yeah. in, in a sense yeah. you know like I know you again mean. i had no th- i had literally had no ties like i'm like i'm not a i don't work for the steelers anymore right, right. i don't work for anybody like it was it was it was a tough month yeah but i had another job within a month yeah sure is it not only that but like this is what i've been doing for seven years like uh, I, this was is all just, i know i've went from college to here it was the fear of the unknown yeah it was i mean that was the only job only job i ever had right Hmm. only job I've ever had definitely you know and it's it's tough it's tough to go like <clears throat> it's tough to go and tell the general manager I'm leaving sure and then tell mm-hmm. him it's kind of like a breakup it's not you yeah it's me like right yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cause, cause it's these not people, you it's yeah. me like right, right. I need I need to do this and I might not know now why I need to do this but a year from now yeah, or two years so from now, I'm going to look back on this and say, you know what? This was crazy. Sure. But I made the right decision. But it's something you felt. Oh, I did. I mean, you, you know, right. You know, this, it, you know, I, I want to say it was July. So I quit. That's right. Before I quit camp. mid July. Yeah. I want to say that June, July, cause I turned 30 in June. I remember I woke up, I woke up. One morning, and I looked in the mirror, and I was like, "I have no idea who who I am anymore." Yeah, like it was just like this. It was it was that same routine. It's like literally every day, up facility. I'd eat the same thing for lunch and breakfast. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, you know, <clears throat> up. It's mini camp. I'm gonna go stand outside for three hours. You sure. know, sw- and watch football in shorts. Sweat my ass off. You know what I mean. And then, and then, at, you know, then I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna finish my work, and then I'm gonna go, um, go, you know, go lift, exercise, and yeah, the yeah. next thing you know, it's eight o'clock. So I go home for yeah. two hours, sleep. You know, it was literally like like sleep, work, repeat. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> when you, when you find yourself in that routine and you look in the mirror and you don't know who you are, how do you find yourself? You know what I'm saying? Like, how, like you look in the mirror and you're like, I don't know who I am. Like, how do you, how do you even begin to find yourself for anyone who might be going through that? This is getting a lot deeper than I thought. No, <laughs> uh, no, no, this is no, that's good. You know, sometimes you just gotta, sometimes you gotta break it down to build it back up again. Yeah. You know, and, and I, People were always like, people don't change. I strongly disagree with that. I strongly disagree with that because I'm not the same person I was when I started with the Steelers. I'm not the same person I was when I left the Steelers. Um, 
it takes time, energy, focus. Um, and then again, like it's okay. It's okay to not know what you want to do. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, I, I mean, I'm 31 and I don't know what I'm going to be, where I'm going to be in 11. I may not even yeah. be here in 11 years. Sure. Sure. And, and I think that people like people just get so focused on, you know, Oh, I can, I can't leave this job. I, I can't, I ha- because like, I right. thought, I think about that every once in a while. Like, what is if I didn't leave the Steelers? If I didn't leave then, when was I ever going to leave? Right. Right. Like, is my boss going to leave or is my boss going to get fired? And then maybe I move up or they just hire somebody else. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. no guarantees in life. Yeah, like you sure. can't, you can't expect something to happen that might not ever will. And you sure. know, like, I think the same similar thing. Uh, Cause I used to work for Alcoa for seven years before I quit that to do music mm-hmm. stuff. And right around the same time that the music stuff was starting to take off for me was also the same time where my boss and manager was starting to put pressure on me. Okay. You've been here a while. Like we want you to continue to grow. So they put a lot of pressure on me to go back to school. And I really didn't want to do that because I would have had to like sign over a couple more years to them if I was going to get that education for free. I just didn't, I I realized at that point, like I have to make a decision. Like, do I really want this to be my future or not? And the longer you stick with doing anything, the more, Seriously, you have to look yourself in the the face and make that decision. That's scary. That is. That is is scary. And it's just like, you know, I, when I was younger, I was like severe, like OCD. (laughs) Like I need to know exactly what's going to happen five minutes from now. Like (laughs) even, even in college, even in college, man, like, like, you know, I'm not saying I'm like a, a slacker now or anything like that, but like, you know, just like going with the, you got to go with the flow. Got it. Sure, sure. It's a lot less stressful. Oh man. Like I, and that was the other thing too, is like, you know, my job now, like, you know, when I, you know, working for the Steelers, like you have down, you kind of have downtime between, yeah. you know, February. And then when training camp, it's starts, pretty much your only downtime. The only time you can kind of have a life. every, every single year, you know, that like once July comes, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> done. Now it's like, oh, uh, I can wait. I have vacation days. I can like get yeah, barbecues. Yeah. Like, what you is know this? What I, mean? <laughs> I can call off here. I went to, Ver- like my girlfriend and I went to Vermont last Christmas because her relatives live there. If I worked for the Steelers, I would have been in Houston. Definitely. They were playing the Texans. Yeah. So in Vermont on Lake Champlain, <laughs> oh, nice. watching the Steelers probably. You know, Maybe drinking a couple, sure. couple IPAs, watching the Steelers. And yeah, I yeah. was like, you know what I mean? It, it was kind of surreal. It was like, wow, like, what is this is what right a holiday's, now? this is what a holiday's like. Yeah, and, yeah. I don't ha- and I don't have to worry, uh, you know, about getting the practice report out. Sure. Because, you know, and uh, again, yeah. that was fun at the time, but it's just like, all right, there's yeah. other things in life. Sure. So... Yeah. You left the Steelers. You have an opinion. Um, you know, you, you <laughs> got your opinion back. <laughs> you, you got you got your opinion back. Um, you know, all all that sort of thing. Um, five words, kind of, you know, kind of, uh, kind of changed things for you during during the season. <laughs> yes. Uh, those those I five still words. Get into this. <laughs> uh, the five words trade me and let's find out. Uh, where, you know, where. Uh, and, and if I mean, I, I'm not a huge Steelers fan, and I heard about that. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I guess, and, and well, maybe, I should say may, football fan. If I am a fan of any team, it's the Steelers. Maybe just I'll set to clear this the record. Up. Okay. Um, 
<laughs> Ryan you know, has just like everyone talking about talking about the Steelers. You see a play, you see it, and and I think what you said was totally valid. I mean, that's just you know, um, but you put a tweet out. Um, AB as an Antonio Brown. This was the Steelers started one, two, and one. Uh, their first five games struggling, just you know, Ben Roethlisberger struggling, Antonio Brown struggling, just just struggles all over. And, and just I mean, uh, they had the same record as the Browns. It, it wasn't pretty. Uh, yeah. It was a tough start. So Ryan, you had an opinion. You put a tweet out. Uh, AB Antonio Brown. AB needs to thank his lucky stars because he was drafted by a team that had Ben Ben Roethlisberger and Ben got AB paid you know darn well he wouldn't put up those numbers for other teams uh, and then trade me and let's find out happened can you can you kind of paint the whole story for for everybody uh, and even people who might not be Steelers or football fans so that I actually that tweet I sent that tweet the Sunday after the Steelers lost to the Chiefs so the Steelers were 0-1 and 1 at the time and then AB responded on Monday with that. It was Monday morning. Yeah. Monday morning. Now, I left the Steelers in July of 20... Uh, 2017. 2017. Yeah, you're right. Um, So, this was 13 months. Yeah. 12, you know, 14 months after I left the Steelers. I had been tweeting since I left there. I guess, you know, that's interesting that you say that because I got the vibe that it was from somebody still in the organization. That yeah, so interesting. And, and you know, I now listen. I was am I critical on there? Yes. I never say anything controversial. Sure. I don't say any dirt on anybody. Absolutely. I don't talk about personal things, anything You're like that. You're talking about what you okay? see. Yeah. And what you see, what correct. everybody else saw. I joke about Ben cuz Ben for years, even when I worked there and even before I worked there and even after I worked there, <laughs> says sarcastic stuff. Sure. And then says, I don't know why the media made a big deal out of it, right? Like right. when he said something about Mason Rudolph, you know, whatever. Right. right. He's a camp. Hall of Famer. Right. Just like he can have an opinion, I can have one too. Sure. Mm-hmm. I was critical. You have an opinion now. I was critical of Le'Veon Bell because um, as a fan, I want to see them do good and I want to see them have their best players. Um, and then I was critical of AB because at the time... He was saying things about Ed Bouchette. He threatened to punch a reporter. And then he was just, he was just. He didn't act, have a good he, start to the year. And, no, but and, He actually, did, and that's the crazy thing. He did have a good start to the year. Or his catches, yeah. He had Very. touchdowns. And I, during that game, he was, he was angry on the sidelines. Sure. You could see it. And then even Ben during the game waved him off and, mm-hmm. and, and said some choice words for him. Um, but I mean, I again, I hadn't worked there in so long. I'm just a fan now. Right. And yeah, you know what? And you basically were the voice of all the fans because I watched part of that game and I was thinking the same thing. Now, it was on national television. If you, yeah, and if you if you if you like if you break down that tweet, AB needs to thank his lucky stars for getting drafted by a team that is that yeah I mean a, you're right AB needs to thank his lucky stars it is verbatim okay uh because he was drafted by a team that had been okay which now, is let's break this down okay if AB in 2000 so 2010 AB was a sixth round your pick. rookie year okay yes. your, your yes. first year his picked, rookie year I, I picked him up in my in the 2002 intrigue with Emmanuel Sanders okay that team was loaded too yes, like they, bo- they both got drafted okay right. both young men real nice they really were AB yeah. went to Central Michigan I went to Ohio U we had the Mac connection um, sure fine okay 
if he got drafted by the Browns or the 49ers uh, or the Rams, sure, the, or the Rams Louis at that Rams time of 2010, who didn't have a quarterback, or the yeah. Bills, I don't know. The Jets. You know? I know he is one of the hardest working players in the league. I agree. Okay. He is one of the greatest wide receivers, not only right now, when it's all said and done, he's going to be probably top five, sure. definitely top 10. Think about all Absolutely. the wi- greatest wide receivers in the league. Okay. At no point did I, famer. at no point did I ever say he wasn't great. Okay. Sure. Who wouldn't thank their lucky stars to get drafted to the Steelers and then to have a hall of fame quarterback. Okay. That's very true. Ben got him paid. The last time I checked, the wide receiver doesn't throw the football to himself. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Ben, whether he wants to admit it or not, even though on his radio show the other day said, I don't want to say I force it to AB, but we like to get him the ball. Okay. You know darn well he wouldn't be putting up those numbers at other teams. Well, he's the only receiver in, in NFL history with uh, five years with 100 receptions. The, the, the guy, I mean, yeah. the guy, and the guy has, the guy's just put up astronomical numbers for years. Okay. Sure. Only and Jerry Rice is, you know, yeah. Mark Caballi reached out to me that when it happened and asked me to clarify and Mark did a nice job and pretty much just said like Scarpino was saying, I just, I was saying Scarpeggio. Yeah. Scarpeggio. <laughs> I was saying that, you know, if I don't think he would put up these astronomical numbers at other teams because that's, that's a relationship with Ben. Sure. I never said AB sucks. I never said he wasn't great. I just said that, like, he should be thankful that he has been. Sure. And, Pretty- I, and yeah, you know what? My phone blew up. People were like, yeah, you're right. You're speaking for us. Yada, yada, yada. But then you want to talk about evil. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Evil. Yeah. How, e- the, how, how the, was your week that way? How was your day? You know, your my Monday. girlfriend and I were in a wedding in, in Minneapolis and the whole day we were nice on our, city, we were, yeah, it was, it was, it was really nice. Got to see Prince's, uh, Paisley park. Oh, it was great. Oh, awesome. Yeah. It's it, it, I thought, uh, I thought the vacation was going to end in purple rain, but it ended up <laughs> turning into a shit storm. Yeah. Um, yeah. By the way, Prince RIP, if you, if you ever are near Minneapolis, go to Paisley park, it is unbelievable. Mm. Um, you can't bring your phones in, so you can't take pictures, yeah. which made it even cooler. Yeah. Um, wow. Really good experience. Anyway, so back to the thing. Um, oh my goodness. Yeah. Pitchforks. Pitchforks. People kill, kill actually. Yourself. Oh, death people threats. Actually, yeah. <clears throat> besides the death threats, the kill yourselves, we hope AB rapes your girl. Wow. She got threats too. Wow. Okay. Besides I didn't that, know that. Besides that. Yeah. Okay. Besides that. Sure, sure. Because everybody has a voice now and everybody can say whatever they want. Sure. What got me, and keep in mind, I didn't read like 95% of the right, right. <laughs> What got me though was the number of people that thought I somehow could have traded him. <laughs> like there were, and I'm, like you're I'm the not GM. Even, not even kidding. Okay. There were people that were like, well, look what you did. <laughs> <laughs> Look, look what I, what are you, like, what are you talking about? Like, like a couple weeks after, a couple, you got him traded a couple weeks after the, uh, the guy for the, the guy, the Patriots fan poured that beer on Tyreek Hill right. and mm-hmm. he got kicked out of the game. It was an instant thing on Twitter 
that was like, what is his handle on Instagram? What is his handle on Twitter? We need to destroy this guy. Wow, the Twitter mob. That was me a couple weeks earlier. Right, yeah. I didn't care. Again, I don't care about the threats because none of those people were going to do anything. Sure, right. Okay, now- the keyboard warriors. And, yeah. and, 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 and <laughs> that, that, that's fine. But I never said trade him. He right. said that. Yeah, he did. They're going off of his comment, trade me and let's find out. To, he said he up the ante. He said that, mm-hmm. okay? And then later in the week, he explained himself. And he said, and I, he, he pretty much said, Ryan picked me up. He used to work here. But he said, I think it's sad that someone that used to work here would say what they met or say what they felt or something like that. And would I have an like, opinion? Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, sure. And I mean, that was... That was that came from Steelers PR, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But the point is, like, AB, like, dude, I I have nothing against you, sure, nothing. I've never had a problem with Antonio Brown, absolutely, ever. He's fine. Yeah, I'm just like I'm a fan now. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you have an opinion. You have it. You're voicing what you see on TV. Now, you're not I, giving absolutely. Any, and yeah. like and like and even now, like Rocky Blyer's criticizing the team and like like. Joe Green, when AB did that Facebook Live thing, Joe Green said he would have been gone. Yeah. I'm not mean Joe Green. I'm not even remotely saying that. I'm sure, just sure. saying yeah. that, like, that, like, I, he didn't, like, he doesn't even follow me. I yeah, don't know yeah. how he found it. Yeah, somebody like, else showed him, apparently. But it, it's, yeah. it was just like, it was like, it was like, the, it was the perfect storm. They were losing. He saw it was me, and then he did that. But... And then the, the best, the best. So the week was just annoying. It was, it, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. It was just annoying. Well, it's ESPN, oh, Max Kellerman, yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. Stephen I, A. Smith. I got Stephen and, A. Smith saying, "Scarpino, good, good, you know, <laughs> Scarpino. Is that his name? He's like, Scarpino. Is that his name? Good luck finding a job in PR." <laughs> and I want to be like, okay, Stephen A. Like, like. You know, Ryan Clark defended me and Ben defended me. Did you too. work with Ryan when he was yeah, here? Yeah, Ryan was yeah, fine. Yeah, and, Ryan's great. You know, it, and you're like, I made it to ESPN, ESPN yeah. not the way I thought I would. Yeah, yeah. And then like, it, it was just like, and like, it was just like, it was just so dumb. And like, like, I, again, like it, you know, obvious, you know, I, I, I get it because I used to work there and I would have felt the same way. But it's just like, I hadn't worked there. For every year, it was just like Almost, it was just yeah. it was just so bizarre. And then and then when when he scored that first touchdown against Tampa Bay, like I had like ten or twelve people being like, you know, like f you, he proved you wrong. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, you literally took five seconds out of your day to tweet that at me. Right? Yeah, so you're, so ang- you're so angry. Yeah, yeah. they had the they had proved- the tweet they had the tweet like, written. Yeah, you know, for the whole week like, they were just man, waiting to send know, it. They're like, just like. <laughs> Like, like Mr. <laughs> Mr. Wallpaper Decorator 92 with a nephew Scorpio. You know, it's like, what? Like, it was like, 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 I like, and, and, and the funny thing about it is, like, I, tw- like, yeah, I tweet stuff about the Steelers. I worked there for seven years. What am I not supposed What? Because they don't sign my, supposed- they don't sign my checks anymore. I can't ever say anything. Like, sure. meanwhile, I, tw- like, they don't even like, they don't even like, f- like facts when I tweet facts. Like, right. Steel- the Steelers lost 20 to 17. People are like, you're so negative. <laughs> I'm like, that was the final I'm score. I'm like, that was the score. <laughs> like, I'm not, 
Like, like it's 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 so that's bizarre, insane. but like that's 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 just the world we live in. Like I, I every Dude, like every, you said at the beginning, it's like a religion here. Oh, it's I yeah. committed the ultimate it's, sin. Yeah, you did. I did. Oh Tweeting my goodness. the final score. Oh no. And and lost, well, well, that one. How can you? You're trading. How? How can you trade AB? How? Like, how? Like, I, I was. Like they thought you initiated. Yeah, it literally was like. Wow. And then it was funny because like the media guys, you know, the media guys were texting me. They were tweeting. They were like, they're like, Jesus. Like we literally, Tomlin, like literally just said like a week ago, stop putting stuff on social media right. and this and that. And then like some of the like Randy Bauman from the DV Morning Show was like, I really think AB thinks Scarpino's the general manager. Like, <laughs> and then the rumor was going around that he still thought i worked there oh wow mm. i didn't know that yeah right again ab if if you're listening i got nothing against you you are one of the greatest you're probably the greatest in the league right now sure. and like oh man like it just it was just so stupid like like you know anyway i mean that 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 was literally the best the worst response he could have came right, up with. Right, right. Because it's not like he said, shut up, Scorpino, you don't know anything. He was just like, trade me, let's find out. And then, the, yeah, and then it's insinuated yeah. that... It's like, it's what? In, it's insinuated that you went to Kevin Colbert's office and said, you know what, Kevin? No, Kev? actually, you know, I, went, yeah. I went into Madden, I went into Madden, and I uh, initiated <laughs> the trade. <laughs> I traded AB for a Gatorade cooler that he tried to beat up two years, <laughs> two years ago in Baltimore. <laughs> That was a joke. Yeah, everybody yeah, relax. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. Well, I guess, and and you know, what's the the issue with the? And, and I know it's not going to be solved, and I know we're not going to solve it here. But the the opinionated people on the internet, the the hot takes, the opinions, you know how how you know so you know how how do you, how do you make that? But yeah, I know. Like I said, we're not going to solve the opinionated people and the people who are just you know so angry are like, ah, oh, I got you, I proved you wrong. You know, like like what what advice do you have just to say you know lighten up the hot takes the you know if you don't if you don't lose too many listeners, we should do a, a whole segment on why social media, social media is, is just ruining us and it's evil. Um, you know. Like you saw it, you saw the worst side of social media, you know, I mean, no, but the, the, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't even just, it wasn't even just on Twitter, you know, I had people going and I, my Instagram was public. Yeah. And I mean, I had to go back through like old pictures and like delete these comments. Like these people were just, people were just, the people were just terrible. And like everybody now can say whatever they want and there's no ramifications and, sure. and, you know, we, we, you know, I've said this for a long time now, the internet is, is, is like the best thing ever. And we have this, we have everything at our fingertips and yeah. we literally just shit all over it. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, and, and for every great story there is out there, there's 30 negative ones. And it's like, we love train wrecks and we love disasters. And you know what I mean? Like yeah. you see an accident on the highway, you drive by, you stare <clears throat> at it the whole time. Like there could be sure. five people laying there dead and you're just like, you can't, hmm. you can't, yes, you can't hmm. not yeah, look. Right. You can't not look. And, 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 and not, and that we have all this information in our fingertips, you know, as soon as someone says the wrong, it's not even the wrong thing. It's just, just an opinion. But as soon as somebody says something that is against the opinion of the masses, yeah. look out. And, you know, if, if people are that upset about what I said about Antonio Brown, it's like, wm. wow, like yeah. really you gotta get your priorities in order. Sure. Like, mm. 
And then the, the other thing too is I never, I didn't say anything wrong. I've never said anything t- bad on any of my social. Right. Like, yeah. You see all, like the, the kid had just won a Heisman trophy right away. Somebody they went back to somebody dug 2013. Yeah, somebody dug up his tweets when he was like 14 years old. Like, thank goodness <laughs> that not saying that I would have put it on social media, but like, think of whoever's listening. Think of the dumbest thing you've ever said in your life, and then you'd ever put no one, no one heard it unless you were in the room or right, on right. the phone. Okay, and then and then think about what happens if that was on the internet. Right. Sure. No matter what you said. No matter what you said. Okay. Nothing on the internet goes unpunished. It's so hypocritical too, because like we're all guilty of those type of like jokes or inappropriate, stupid things that we've said. And it's all like, we're back to like being toddlers again. Well, he did it first. We don't act like adults anymore. We don't, we don't, we don't act, we don't act like adults anymore. We, you know, what's the solution? (sighs) Ah, man, I I don't, I don't know. I, I don't I don't know I think I think we need to have conversations face to face and not over the internet I really do because I mean okay this is it's terrible I, anytime something bad happens right just go on Facebook and just start reading what people are saying absolutely okay? you are not going to solve uh, gun control. You're not going to have, like you sure, can sure. have a gun control debate on Facebook. Nothing is going to get solved. Right. You know what I mean? It you just could, down you so could, fast. you could, you could type in all caps, but this article I <laughs> this shared needs the real- to change. <laughs> yeah. And nothing's ever going to happen. It's like, well, this article is the real reason though. Yeah. This article yeah. I share this article from oh, somebody. Yeah. This is the real even, reason. And it's like, it's just so, it's so dangerous. And like, so, you know, I, and, and, now I just post pictures of my dogs and my girlfriend and I, you know. Your dogs are awesome, by the way. Thank you very much, Ned and Zoe. Yeah. Um, Zoe's a seven-year-old Border Collie, and Ned is a Border Collie lab mix, and we adopted Ned, and he is a maniac, um, <laughs> but he is, he's awesome. Um, but yeah, it like, because, like... How are you going to get mad at dogs? You know what I mean? Like if I post a picture of my dogs, like if you hate my dogs, that's your problem. Very true. (laughs) But I just, oh man, like that was, I mean, everybody should, everybody should be, have to go through public shaving. Um, It was quite the experience. Um, It was quite the experience. It was, it was great. It was (laughs) winning cures everything. And they, and they start, they won they beat the Buccaneers and they lost to the Ravens, but then they won like six in a row and like it's all after years nobody even, forgot. Yeah, everybody right. cared. But now, uh oh, I don't know. You think I should? Uh, you think I should poke the Maybe bear? Maybe you should put something on that. No. Last time I poked the bear, they started. I'm just kidding. I, that's that's that was the last yeah. time. They do need three wins. It's crazy to me to think that you know it's it's, but it's probably true that everybody that gave you such a terrible comment probably never put the shoe on the other foot and thought, what if what if Scarpino said this about me? Yeah, and 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 like, it's just the worst thing that you can think of. You know? uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I like, wouldn't like that very much. And, yeah, right. Well, yeah. I'm a nice guy. Yeah. Not like Scarpino over here. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. He, and he called out Anto. He thinks Antonio <laughs> Brown exa- should be traded. Exa- exactly. Like, and again, I can't have an opinion about A B because I work there. Sure. But Stephen A and all these all these people on national Absolutely. television are saying that you know. I'm an idiot and I'm this and that. And it's like, come on, you don't know me. 
right? Mm-hmm. I, like, I worked with AB for seven years. Were we friends? No, we, we worked but together. But you worked together, There's a big sure. difference. Definitely. And it's like, it's like that, like, because, you know, again, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Like, I'm, right. a, I'm a fan. You have an opinion? You how have many, a fan? Yeah. How, like, right now, right now, how many people in this town are like, they need to run the ball, they need to get back to playing defense, right? About 99% of them. Okay, yeah. right? Yeah. So, if... If that's the popular opinion, everyone's down on him. And, at the, and, somebody, yeah. and somebody says, "No, we need to pass more. Hey, get the pitch for us. No, we don't need. To, you know what I mean? Sure, like, it's yeah. like it's like it's not like you're not pointing out something that hasn't been said. Like again, sure. I don't even say anything bad. Like I like right, right. I mean, goodness gracious. I, I heard one time that pull the bus out of retirement. Yeah, listen, yeah. you need to get your end back in the game. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, the best. I try. Um, I heard one time that the internet is the greatest place in the world because everybody has an opinion. I'm sure you've heard this. And the internet is the worst place in the world because everybody has an opinion. Just, you know, um, I, I, I just think nothing, nothing better can be, you know, the, it's the greatest. Oh, yeah. Place. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I do want to touch on something sure. that you said in that whole firestorm of comments. What about and, the bus? Well, no, not that. But you, you did mention that. I think we need to have conversations face to face anymore. Yeah. And I, I think the thing that blew my mind was how much of that is true when I was the last tour that I did was last February and we were out in LA and we had a few days off. So I just got to see some of my musician friends and studio owners that live out there. And they kind of said the same thing. Cause yeah. I think I had this idea of, well, people are networking, they're doing all these things online and their social media is huge. And cause that's what people like, really, it seems to me that's right. what people focus on. Like how many, how many likes do you have? Like sure. what's your, oh, that's such a cool video. It's getting shared. It's liked like that stuff. I don't want to say it doesn't mean anything, but at the end of the day, I was hanging out with my studio friend that was talking about all the opportunities he's had to, he, he worked on the Rogue One trailer. Yeah, for yeah. Star Wars, that's which awesome. I'm like, dude, that's amazing. Like yeah. he he did the music for the trailer. Right. I mean, that's like insane. Sure. Like, how many people are watching that or interested you know, in it? And sure. He was talking about like how I don't think this is specifically how he got that one, but you know, like after he's done working, he goes to a local bar, like sure. right down the street from his studio, and he just happened to see so and so was there. And so right. they got to talking and you know, this guy did a favor for him because he called him an Uber. You know, and he was too drunk to, sure, to drive sure. home. And, but that's like the way the world has always worked since the beginning of, of history sure. is conversations with people and getting to know one another. Right. And I think we need to remember that and keep that in mind in, in this internet age that we're in, that it does come down to that. Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I am guilty because I did send the tweet um, but at the same time, I mean, yeah, but you know. it just, it, it, again, it was his, res- it was his response, you but were, it's not like I could have, you know, I don't have AB's number. Sure. Right. It's not like I could have texted him and be like, Hey, we need to talk. You yeah. Know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you, th- you should thank your lucky stars. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? And it's all like, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. just you're, like, you're voicing an opinion about yeah. something that everybody saw. And, and like, but you know, it's the, the lesson in that, the lesson in that is that, is that. Honestly, if if it's if it means not getting death threats and <laughs> you can't believe you're gonna trade him, it's it's I'd rather just not even tweet about it. Sure. Yeah. 
Like I didn't do like, you know, and the other people, oh, Joe, you're 15 minutes of fame. Like I didn't like, I didn't do that to, sure. <laughs> to get 15 minutes of fame. Like, listen, I'm a kid from Pittsburgh. Sure. Uh, I like the Steelers. Um, when they're not doing good, I'm going to, I'm going to voice my opinion. You know what I mean? They, just like everybody like, else, just like everybody else did. It's that he knew who I was and then it went from there. But yeah. AB, if you're there, let's have let's have a face to face conversation about this. <laughs> I like that. So we we're we're bringing AB right. and Scarpino together. I like this. That's right. I like podcast. It. Yeah. <laughs> Believe me, if AB like if AB is worried about what I'm saying, then you know, too busy catching touchdowns because that's so. what he does. It's true. That's how he rolls. <laughs> How's uh, what's it like as a spokesman for the Allegheny Health Department? No comment. <laughs> I don't have an opinion on that. No, uh, <laughs> it's just it's 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 totally different. It's totally different. Um, but um, it's been it's been it's been great experience. Like I, I had really didn't have any idea what like the public health sector was about, yeah, right. and like the health department is involved with like everything. Um, just care and quality for everything. I mean, if you care and quality just yeah, for it's, everything, it's it's quality of life. Yeah, you know? it's yeah. it's totally different. But it's been great experience and. Um, you know, I'll, I'll enjoy my time there as long as that is. Sure. Um, but you know, it's again, it's not, it's not the Super Bowl, but I'm okay with that. Right. I'm yeah. Okay with that. Yeah. Any, uh, any advice for anyone who desires to work in a dream job, any, it, whatever it, it, whether it's the Steelers or anything else, whatever dream job they might have or any, anything <clears> that they. Yeah. I mean, if, you know, if just, just in general, just, you know, don't, <laughs> don't be afraid to take a risk. Don't be afraid to fail. Um, cause you're, I mean, let's be honest, you're going to fail. Sure. You're going to, you're going to fail. And I, you know, I wish, I wish when I was in high school that my teachers would have probably told me that more than they did Same here, man. You know, yeah, I yeah. haven't, you know, I haven't used algebra or trigonometry <laughs> since I was like 13, <laughs> since I was 13 right. or 14, but I could have used a class on, you're not going to be able to afford anything. You know, like I, I'm pretty I, good at that one. You know, and, that, and that's like, I wish, I wish people would be. I wish people would be just, you know, more honest when it comes to certain things. And sure. that's like, hey, you're going to fail, but don't be afraid to fail. Because when you fail, you learn how to succeed. Ah, yeah. Well said, man. Yeah, I love you that. Know We're know definitely I mean? using that quote. Yeah. You can't, <laughs> you can't succeed until you know what failure is. And sure. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure someone has said that, you know, in one way or another, but like, it's, it's true. Like, it's so true. Mm-hmm. Well, you rebound, you learn from that. Absolutely. And you yeah. rebound from that failure. You know, you know what you did, you know what you're not going to do now. Exactly. And, and you went through that experience and you battled your way through that failure. I mean, that's what this podcast is all about, essentially. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Sense, it is. You know, I mean, it really it's is. enabling people to, to not fear that. I mean, how step, many stories yeah. have we had about that in terms of people who in have In one way been, or another, every single person. Right. For the most all, I don't want to say all 64 episodes because we did a couple of them. But, but yeah. all the guests we've had on, I mean, you know, it's all... And... and you know, I think we're very transparent of, you know, yeah, we enjoy what we do, you know, in terms of like, you know, playing in a, in a national act and, and covering the Steelers and Penguins, but that doesn't mean it's not hard. It doesn't mean it's not, oh, yeah. you know, it doesn't mean it's not a job. Everything that Ryan said just now, I mean, it's, it is a job, you know, and it is, you know, you're not going to be with your family. You're not going to be with your friends in certain situations. You might miss holidays. I mean, like those are the sacrifices you make. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's all about what you want sure. at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And, and, right. you know, there comes a time that you have to make decisions. You know, do I want a family? You know, do I want, do I want kids? Do I want to, you know, would I rather, would I rather work 
yeah. then you know then get a new car you know what i mean stuff like that like there's just, yeah. there's just there's so many like but you can't live your life worrying about worrying about that you know what i mean like, right. you can't you know you can't be afraid to take that risk yeah yeah, I think maybe the one other thing I want to add on to that is like even if you are working the dream job that is the PR person and you can't say I'm the PR person. Yeah. Like at I feel like at some point that wears off and you still have to go home at night and you don't take those people with you to like keep boosting your ego. The biggest the biggest difference between the jobs is that I have a job now yeah. and then I leave. Yeah, I never sure. ever felt that I left. Even when I left the building mm-hmm. for the Steelers, Definitely. I was I was never not Steelers. What if something breaks? If something you know news breaks and and you know that exactly you, you have to and, be on and it. obviously there's you know there's health there's public health emergencies and whatnot, but it's not it's not, to not that extent. Well, no, it's I mean it's well, a, it's a government it's a government job and sure, the government's sure. very like you know, like eight thirty to four thirty. That's just that's just how it is, you know. Sure, yeah. sure. And that was a big that was a big culture like a culture change for me because Definitely. like like you know, like that first day it's like, oh it's four thirty, see you later. I'm like, excuse me. I didn't oh. finish writing the sentence yet. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> they're like, we can do it tomorrow. I'm like, oh wait a minute. No, <laughs> and that doesn't mean I don't work as hard, but it's just kind of like I, I there is a clear line between what I do now in my personal life. And I didn't have that with the Steelers. Sure. I didn't have it. Mm. And that again, like and it's and basically that, all in what you want, whoever exactly. it is. If you want that and you want, and you, you know, you want to constantly be in the mix and, 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 and be in the fold and great. Sure. Yeah. Fine. But you have to understand that like you, you know, you might be at the movies and this is not just with the Steelers. It, might, it, it could be any job. You might Definitely, be at the movies yeah. and your boss is calling you or so, or you got an email that you have to answer. And it's like, I was just done with that. <laughs> and you, Or not only that, like you have a day off planned and you're looking forward to this. And, yep. and man, I have this and I'm going to do this and go, I haven't been able to do that. I haven't had a day My off. My dad in this and I song. went yeah. hunting last week. It's the first time we've been hunting since I got the job with the Steelers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like almost 10 years. And and what if you wow. what if you plan to go hunting and news broke? I mean, you have to you know. I mean, you have to address that. We have backups. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. We have backups, but you know, with the Steelers, you're right in the middle of the season. Yeah. You can't take them off. Right. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You can't get to go hunting or yeah. yeah. I again, I appreciate you bringing me on. Oh, yeah, it's been a blast, no, man. Thank this you. has been great, and I'm sure I've overstayed my welcome. But you've been. Fantastic. I want to say one more thing. Have at it. And, and this, this happened when I didn't have a job. Okay. Right. So the rock, the people's champion. Yeah. The Brahma bull. That's right. The most electrifying man in sports entertainment, Dwayne Johnson. Now he's a Hollywood block. He's in every Pretty Hollywood much. blockbuster. Yeah. He's yeah. number one. You know, went from being the unbelievable. He had right. seven bucks in his pocket. The, 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 the if the Rock is listening, we're 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 on really good shape. I'll take it. <laughs> um, so, the Rock posted this video on his Instagram, and I believe he was in Vancouver. Okay, and he was talking about he got cut. He okay. was in the CFL and he got cut. Right. Okay, <clears throat> and he talked about every time he comes back to the city. He appreciates it, right? Yeah. And I believe it was Vancouver. And if it's not, I'm sorry, but you get the point. It's in Canada. He's in the CFL. The, the Rock True. said, 
The Rock said, <laughs> "Yeah, <laughs> I was going to go with know your damn role and shut your damn mouth. But no, well, The Rock said, sometimes the goal we've worked our ass off for years is never achieved. Then years later, we look back and realize it's the best thing that never happened. Ooh, Mike That's outstanding. And he said that, and I was, I was watching it, yeah, and yeah. Like, I was like, just like when Bo Johnson at that PR meeting was speaking to me, the Rock. I mean, he had like probably a million people like that video. And millions and millions. The millions. I just raised my <laughs> eyebrow. And millions. Like, I mean, I, how like who? How many people saw that video? I didn't. He was talking to me. Just right? you. He yeah. was just talking to he me was. just in there. But think about think about that. He hit record after he said Scarpino. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. But he, he did not say trade me. Let's find out. Um, <laughs> but he. But no, I like think about that. Like sure. Like. This is what the you want your that, whole life. Maybe it's the maybe it's not the things that happen to us that shape us. It's the thing that things that don't happen. Definitely. Oh mm. man, mine no. outstanding. I mean, I smell what the rock is cooking. That's it. Oh, that's I love incredible. It. Let's wow. leave that in there I, I, for our listeners that, to digest. Yeah, I'm done. No more after that one. Yeah. No, that's, that's good. That's perfect. Good mic yeah. Drop no. Th- thank you so much. That's that's it. no. I I it's it's all relevant, you know, and it's all. I mean, you know, every people facing, you know, this situation and, and, um, we're just looking to help, you know, we, we, you know, Ryan has great experience, you know, working with the Steelers and, and everything, all his experiences he went through, but not just the Steelers. I mean, when you, you know, when you leave a job period and you don't have anything lined up and just, I mean, I I think anyone can relate to that. So, um, no, I just appreciate you, you coming on and just telling your story and and we're just trying inside baseball too. I really enjoyed that. No, no, we're just, (laughs) we're just trying to help people. Um, and, and I just appreciate, you know, we, we just hope it, it helps somebody out there listening. Absolutely. Great cause. And again, thanks for having me on the show. I uh, really appreciate what you guys do and keep doing it. No, Maybe, thank like you. I said, I'd love to come back on someday. Maybe we can talk, talk more about those face-to-face conversations. Absolutely. So, so, yeah. the, so the world isn't so evil. Sure. No, I love any, that, man. Hey, you're welcome back anytime. Yeah. And thank you listeners for tuning in once again. We hope we've encouraged you to dream loud. Have a good week, everyone. Thank you.